Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean here along with Les Bowen. Pleased to be here. And Paul Domowich. Howdy, howdy. And we're back from the up by, uh, folks. Uh, sorry we haven't spoken to you in quite a while, but uh, we're getting ready for the stretch run here, and the Eagles are 5-4. and four. Right, five and four. That's right. Five and four. It's good to start off with the Cert- right yeah, record. Certainly in the hunt, tied for first place with the uh, Dallas Cowboys in the NFC East, and they have a big match on Sunday against the defending Super Bowl champions, Patriots, the team the Eagles uh, actually beat in the Super Bowl two years ago. Now that's been a big topic, hot topic around uh, these parts, um, but the teams are very much different, and uh, we'll certainly get into that topic. Uh, in the second half of the show, but I figured we'd go over uh, some of the some of the things that have happened uh, mm-hmm. in the interim that we haven't really had a chance to talk about. And I guess the, the main one is that Deshaun Jackson was placed on IR, and his uh, regular season is essentially over. There's a chance that he could, he could return for the playoffs. It wouldn't be until the second round because he has to miss eight right. games. And so, I mean, it's basically a long shot that uh, – that he'll be back. Right. What do you make of? I mean, this is—it's amazing when you kind of stop and pause and look about, look at back on what really happened. They—they they, they got ten catches out of Deshaun, maybe like a total of sixty something snaps. Yeah. And his season's over. Yep. And the promise after the first game and what right. we saw in the off season was so great. Well, this is—you uh, know—you did a wonderful job in today's paper and on Inquirer.com oh, of kind of going through this whole thing and and how the Eagles uh, are, are somewhat to blame for this mess. But, uh, well, but is, you've pointed out from the get-go that you can't yeah, – the you bottom line is you can't, can't hold the guy down and, and perform surgery on him. But there are different ways of coming to a consensus. <laughs> there's, yeah. hey, Deshaun, do whatever you want. And there's, gee, Deshaun, this is really uh, – you know, we've looked into this and uh, – We've had a lot of players who have had this, and and you, the bottom line is you just got to have the surgery. Uh, this isn't going to work otherwise. Uh, you know, we're telling you it's going you're going to be wasting probably seven or eight weeks of your time, and you're going to end up having surgery anyway. And see what he says to that. You know, uh, I don't have any faith that the second part was really what they did, but in the long run, you know, what I started out to say here was this is part and parcel of signing a 32-year-old speed receiver, you know, there wasn't a lot of competition for Deshaun's services in the offseason, and that's why. You know, I mean, they, they've done this a lot, uh, you know, and it's not a great strategy. It worked one year when they won the Super Bowl. They signed a bunch of older free agents to short-term deals. Deshaun's, I wouldn't call necessarily a short-term deal, but you know, it, it's not a great uh, – you really have to – you're really gambling with a very high percentage of losing. And it wasn't like we didn't see this coming. Um, you know, we had, they had all four of us, when Zach was on the beat, were asked about whether we give a thumbs up or thumbs down. I gave it kind of a sideways. Dama, you were a thumbs down at the time. Um, you know, I think part of the reasoning behind our skepticism was, was the, the fact that he was 32 and he had missed 15 or so games in the previous four seasons. Uh, with the the Redskins and the Bucks, but um, you know there were other reasons, just about Deshaun in yeah. general. And I wonder how much that plays into this. You made a very good point yesterday that I put in the story that Deshaun had never had been under the knife knife before, and I wonder how yeah. much that of that played into his decision not to have the surgery. I'm guessing quite a bit. I mean, if you've never if you've never had any kind of surgery. 
you're more scared than normal uh, about it. I mean, as opposed to some of these guys who have had multiple, you know, who do it who do it on a regular basis every off season and think nothing of it. Uh, so I, I definitely think it, it played into you know, to the whole thing. I think also his, uh, you know, I, I think he, you know, he, he's always felt his body would never break down. He never felt he needed to stretch, even though he's had mm-hmm. muscle pulls before. Uh, and I think in this situation, he and his advisors, and I'm sure he went to half a dozen of his advisors and who told him, you don't need to surgery, you know, we'll work hard getting you back. And, and he did rehab very hard. I'll, I'll give right. him that. But, you know, it didn't work. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that Deshaun wanted to play and, and right. he, was, he thought he was doing the, the best thing in terms of getting back on the field as quickly yeah. as he possibly could. It ended up being the wrong decision. And it's a shame we won't be able to get to talk to him about it. He, yeah. when we did the one time we did talk about it, he declined to ask, answer any questions. Right uh, about the about decision the injury, making, about the yeah. decision making. And I really wonder if we'll ever see Deshaun again well, in the Eagles uniform. I kind of think we will. They've got okay. a lot some money sunk into him. You know, I, it would be ridiculous if they went into the next off season, you know, depending on him. Uh, I think you've got a you know, great draft class of wide receivers. You'll have other guys in free agency, but I would certainly keep him around to, uh, you know, and see if you can get anything out of him. Unless he becomes, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of distraction or problem, or he doesn't want to do it or something like that. But uh, I think he could come back from this. I just wish he had done what he was, what he should have done in week two. And as you pointed out in your piece. He'd probably be just fine for this week's game if that were the right. case. Right. I mean, but but can you bring him back and Alshon, whose salary is guaranteed for 2020? Yeah. I, I think we can all agree that Nelson Aguilar will, right. will not be here next right. season. But you still have J.J. Arcega Whiteside, who's right. a second-round draft pick. He's going nowhere. Um, so you have three guys that you're dedicating a lot of money to, and you and you and yet you have to upgrade that right. position. You've guaranteed Alshon's money. Uh, Alshon's got to do a little better this second half of the season for me to really say that he's going to be back. I mean, there was the whole thing about whether he was Josina Anderson's source for the comments about Carson. There's the fact that he's looked uh, slower than Christmas all year long. Uh, I just don't... uh, so they would have to trade him. Yeah. Maybe you can get something for him, you know. And with with respect to Deshaun, you know, we don't know specifically the ramifications of his contract. I'm told it's not as onerous oh, okay. as uh, there there would be a penalty, obviously, but that they can get out of it without really digging a big hole and uh, yeah. with a lot of dead money. Plus, you know, something to keep in mind here, and, it, and not only for players that you're thinking of getting rid of, but players that are going to be adding, is the cap is about to take a huge huge uh, ascension Jump. with, the, with yeah. the new CBA, all the new revenue streams that this league uh, is going to ha- have included in that. Um, so, I mean, I I don't think money if, – if they decide that this just isn't worth it, right. uh, I think they can They'll do it cut without, their losses. without a, yeah. a big deal. Well, they, they filled his spot with Jordan Matthews. This is his mm-hmm. third <laughs> tenure now with the Eagles. You know, I – I think Jordan did fine in his role last right. year. He's not going to come in and blow the top off uh, of a defense. But if he takes snaps away from Mac Hollins, that's, that's, that's right. a good thing. That's exactly <laughs> – that's very well put, Jeff. Uh, you know, I think 
if you look back in last season, Jordan had a very minimal role. He came in early last season after week two. Yeah. He was really, you know, a very minimal part of the offense. He did catch a touchdown pass in the in the postseason, uh, but he's a great guy. He's a very good uh, friend and ally of of Carson Wentz, who might need that right now, given some of the public debate that I think is ridiculous. But uh, you know, it it can't hurt anything. I mean, he knows your offense. You have to have somebody in here. Uh, there's not <laughs> in week eleven. There's the shelf is pretty bare. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that he'll catch more than a pass a game, but it's that's that's a lot more than, like you said, a lot more than Matt Collins has given him. Yeah. And we don't know right now what the situation is with Alshon and that ankle now. Uh, yeah. My feeling is that he'll play something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see him but back there, out there today. I mean, he already looks slower than me, so him with a bad ankle, I'm not sure yeah. that's uh, really going to excite too many people, but as long as he's out there, I guess the Patriots have to cover him. So there's yeah, but that. They're, I mean, they're going to continue to play a lot of 12 personnel, yeah. two tight ends. So that only leaves room for uh, uh, two wide outs. And, you know, I think we're going to – I would not be surprised on, on Sunday to see them go to a, a, few, a little bit more of that 21 personnel the, that they used on the, the, two, uh, backs. the two backs yeah. On, yeah. on the 65-yard touchdown yeah. with uh, Miles Sanders just to mix it in there to give – Bill Belichick and his defense, something else to think about. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, before we dive into the uh, Eagles Patriots, uh, one other development, and it, it happened this week, but Brandon Brooks got a contract extension. Mm -hmm. uh, my guess is that Howie's probably trying to shore up a few of the other core players yeah. to long term yeah. deals because, as you mentioned, Damo, the, the cap is skyrocketing. And if Howie can get these guys on a contract right. and team. If they're if they're signing now, they're team right. yeah. deals because yeah. you're beating them yeah. to the to right. what these guys are getting the off season. Uh, yeah. It would certainly benefit him. The Brooks one makes makes, I think, solid sense, not only based upon the fact of, of the way he's performed, but the interior of that line is very important. I'm not sure right. how much longer we're going to see Jason Kelsey. I wouldn't be surprised if he retires this, yeah. this coming off season. Yeah. And although uh, he has some money coming though, right? They redid his he deal. He does. He does. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's hard to say. But with Brandon, you look at his rehab from the Achilles, which is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And you just there's no reason not to go ahead with a deal. I mean, he's not old. He's shown that he can come back from an incredibly serious injury. Uh, everything about he checks every box you yeah. got. And it's, uh, it's a lot of money. Uh, and, and you could look at it right now and say it's too much money. But in two years, when the cap right. goes up, it's going to look like a very reasonable deal. Yeah. Well, somebody else uh, signed a deal yesterday for more, right? Another guard. Yeah. He, be, oh, did he, he was deposed as the highest paid guard <laughs> in lasted, one day. It lasted yeah. like a couple of days. And then I, I got the details on the, on the contract, too. I just tweeted them out. And it's, it's not as great as it sounds. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of cash involved. And... The thirty the Eagles, million guarantee. The Eagles do all these yeah. weird tricks to make right. to make the numbers seem more, you know, just to say that he, so that he can say that he's the highest paid guy. But I don't yeah. think it's as ironclad yeah. uh, at a certain point as, as say Zach Martin's is with the, with the Cowboys. You know, that I, being said, he's he's been phenomenal. He's probably been the best guard in the NFL oh, this year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was, I was trying to think because, you know, I was talking to Joe Banner the other day for the weekly Q and A we do, and uh, you know, I mean, nobody knows the cap better than him. Yeah. And, you know, he said because of what's about to happen with the CBA and the cap, he feels that, that Howie, if any player 
and their agent comes to him right now with a moderately moderately reasonable mm-hmm. uh, numbers, they would jump at it because yeah. they want to, you know, because because of what's about to, to happen with the cap. Right. Now the the problem is you look at their roster right now. Aside from Zach Ertz, Lane. Uh, yeah, Lane, I guess. They would be the two uh, guys. Yeah, Malcolm, maybe. Everybody else is too young. You mm-hmm. know, guys like say Amalo hasn't played his third year yet, right? Well, so he right. got an extension in the mar- in yeah. March, so oh, that's right. It was his fourth yeah, year. Yeah, Lane, Zach, and Malcolm be the three guys that I would, yeah, right, I would see something right. done. Yeah, and Malcolm, you're talking small money because I, I don't think he's. I mean, they're looking at maybe one more year out of him. He's got one more year left in the deal, but you don't want to go into. They that. just want to make yeah. him happy and right. through that, and don't right. and you, right. they don't want to go into that last year. And right. you know, neither does he. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's well, they did something with McLeod where his deal is now up soon, right? They yeah. took years off of his deal. You might want to look at that again. He's played pretty well, and you don't have anybody else. Uh, you starting. Yeah. you got to start getting young someplace, though. You uh, do, but you can't just, you know, you, yeah. you need to have those players I mean, in-house. And so. they're going to be so – I mean, I, oh, this year, I think, this offseason, I mean, wide receiver is going to be such a high priority because within the next two years, all of those guys are gone. Yeah, you know yeah. how many yep, this yep, year? Yep, you know, yep. Like you said, Nelly's gone. Uh, you know, my sense is Deshaun will be gone. Maybe uh, Alshon comes back, but it's only for a year. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I mean, they're going to have to completely retool that that position. And if Arcega Whiteside isn't good, right? You know, right. <laughs> then you're really retooling. Yeah. yeah. One guy that I would consider maybe re-upping now, and he's only played in two games since coming back from injury, and I know maybe some, I know a lot of fans don't like him, but. You can probably get him a very team-friendly deal as Jalen Mills. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think Schwartz would certainly be in favor yeah. of that. Here's, here's another. I mean, what about Jordan Howard? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a good he's, point. He's he's played f- far better than anyone right. expected. And you just uh, in doing that would you just don't have to worry too much about yeah. that position. I mean, it, it's probably true that you can get another guy like that. Yeah. But. You don't have to if you have this one, you know. I yeah. wonder if, he'll, if he would do it, though, because yeah. on the open market, uh, maybe more. Like, you're you're yeah. probably right about that, but the other thing is he probably looks at, like, okay, am I going to – Miles Sanders is here. Right. What are my touches going to be like Good with, point. with him here? Good point. So yeah, I mean, that ultimately that's where they're headed. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, his numbers of touches both in the passing game and running game are only going to go up. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, well, let's look at the big game. Um, All righty, then. The, the Patriots are 8-1. They're coming off a loss against the, the Ravens. They didn't play very well. Real bad loss to Yeah, I mean, you know, I think people were kind of already ticketing them to the Super Bowl championship, uh, you know, into the Super Bowl for the AFC, and I'm not sure yeah. if that's entirely uh, locked in stone, written in stone, um, because the, the Patriots, offensively, they have mm-hmm. a few holes. Uh, they don't have great weapons. They don't. Um, or an offensive line. No Gronk. No, uh, uh, and No and receivers yeah. really, aside from Julian Edelman Edelman. in the slot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did get Muhammad Sanu, so that that certainly upgraded the uh, the mm-hmm. position on the outside. But Josh Gordon is gone. Uh, Antonio Brown lasted only one game. Uh, the run game has really struggled with Sony Michelle, mm-hmm. um, which was very good last year. Yeah. It's, it's kind of puzzling to well, me. That, that, it's that not, offensive line is not what it was. Year beat up. They lost yeah. David Andrews, their center, yeah. who had blood clots in his lungs. Uh, you know, left tackle. I mean, Marshall Newhouse. We saw him when he was with the Giants. How bad he is, mm-hmm. uh, because Isaiah Wynn, the guy they drafted a couple of years ago in the first round, is uh, you know has been hurt. So. Uh, you know, that line's been a big problem for them so yeah. far. I mean, even though you look at B- Brady's sack numbers, he's only been sacked 15 times, but that's more a credit 
to him. To him than yeah. it is the line in front of him. So what do you think? I mean, what if it's going to happen with Jim? How's Jim going to attack Tom Brady? Uh, you know, the last time Brady faced <laughs> Jim Schwartz defense, he put up uh, over 500 yards passing. The, the Patriots didn't punt once in the right. Super Bowl. I think nine of the Eagles' 11 starters on Sunday pl- played started in the Super Bowl. Is that so, right? I, yeah, hadn't, yeah. I hadn't gone through the list. That is the, interesting. The front four, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the entire secondary, except for if you want to include Patrick Robinson, Avante Maddox in the slot as a yeah. switch. And then the linebacker is going to depend upon Nigel. It doesn't sound like Nigel's going to play. So you'd have two new linebackers. So it'd be nine. Huh. Not, okay. it'd be nine basically nine yeah. of 11 if yeah. you want with uh, right. or, or eight of 11. Yeah. Well, it's amazing how much one game can change perceptions. You know, the, the Patriots, as Paul alluded to, and as you alluded to, you know, before that Baltimore game, they were just, they were setting records with numbers, and their defense was the yeah. most incredible defense anybody had ever seen, and blah, blah, blah. Then, you, then they get waxed like that by Lamar Jackson, and you look at who they played, yeah. and they played the Steelers in the opener, and, and won that by a lot. And then they played a bunch of Jets and Giants and Dolphins. And, you know, it, it, they haven't played anybody that really gives you any pause whatsoever. So I don't know what to make of them. I mean, if they're as good as their record, they'll kill the Eagles. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, I, and Jim's defense has been playing a little better yeah. these last couple weeks. Uh, I think having Ronald Darby and, and Jalen Mills at cornerback, while they're not great, um, mm-hmm. it does give you some stability. And Jim feels, a, I think, a little more comfortable yeah. leaving those mm-hmm. guys alone, alone on islands than he would have Sidney Jones or Russell Douglas. So certainly, I still think Tom Brady's going to light them up pretty good. I Maybe I'm wrong, but I just – they're better than the guys they had out there before, but Jim, unless he's get, unless he's playing a bad quarterback, or somehow getting incredible pressure that totally disrupts the quarterback, his coverage schemes don't work to me. I. Well, and what do you think about uh, Edelman versus Maddox? Maddox has has been. I mean, he's coming off obviously the injury, and he played pretty good in this last game, but. Um, that's going to be a tough match. I mean, he's going to catch some balls. I mean, they need to do what they do, you know, they did two years ago when they were playing well defensively, and that's limit the yards after the catch. Uh, you know, Brady is not hasn't been particularly good on third down. I mean, because they, they're just not a – I mean, their third down weapon is uh, is James White. Right. Uh, right. Which is another guy that – it's going to be interesting to see how Schwartz uh, mm-hmm. defends. Well, well Malcolm – was on him in the Super Bowl, yeah. and he shut him down. I think James White had one catch that entire game. So yeah. you may want to go back to that well if you're yeah. Jim Schwartz. Take mm-hmm. uh, James White out of it. And the run defense, aside from the Cowboys game, has been great. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like the Eagles' run defense. Uh, the way for the Eagles to win this game is to run the ball, keep Brady off the field, and not make mistakes, not turn the ball over. This is the team that – uh, leads the league with 19 interceptions plus 17 <laughs> turnover ratio. That's really how they win. That's how they, well, that's how they put teams in deep holes and keep them from running on them. They're, they're giving up 4.7 yards a carry, but you don't know what that means because they're outscoring teams by 70 points in the first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it, it does, is, I mean, if somebody runs for 10 yards on you in the fourth quarter and they're down 27, you don't really care. Uh, but Maybe they're not that good against the run. If they aren't, the Eagles can just stay out there on the field and it becomes a different game. One of the big things Schwartz's defense has done the last two weeks in the wins over Buffalo and Chicago has been playing well early, which they hadn't been doing most of the season. 
three and outs on the first two possessions in both of those games. Uh, they, they didn't give up any, I don't believe they gave up any first quarter points in either game. Uh, and like you said about how New England's been doing it, they've been running away from teams early. So, I mean, the Eagles have to stay with them right. in the first half. And if they can do that and establish a running game, you know, they I, can I think they can, they can play. Now, uh, I don't know if they can dominate them up front like they right. did in the Super Bowl. That was that was a mis- that was a giant, huge mismatch in favor of the Eagles. Yes. that game. Yes, it mm-hmm. was. They've made some changes on the defensive line. I still feel like they can run um, with that mm-hmm. offensive line, yeah. Eagles offensive line. The question is if if they are facing third and fives and six or whatever tens, you know, et cetera. And I know Carson's done a pretty good job on third down. Well, you're gonna have to throw the ball down the field. And I don't know, Les. Maybe you tweeted this out, or someone else put it out there. But the but the Patriots. It was Ben Valen. Yeah, yeah, I retweeted it. Yard yeah. pa- Eric, they've only given up five completions. Yeah, yeah they are lights out. On passing yeah. not, that's unbelievable. Yeah, but I mean, they don't throw deep much. They also have faced uh, a bunch even, of whole real bad quarterbacks. Yeah, <laughs> you even, know, I mean, even in third and medium and long, they're still throwing in the zero to ten the Eagles, yard they're range. Gonna have to do yeah. It. yeah, they're gonna have to. Yeah, uh, they're I mean, we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna see the two tight ends out there, and it'll be interesting to see. How Belichick counters with you know, with how he defends Zach Ertz. Does he play nickel? Does he play base against that uh, twelve personnel? And I think you know if, if they are so in, become so infatuated with stopping Ertz, Dallas Goddard becomes a big factor, and he has to have a big game. So. Okay, uh, we're gonna tidy this up uh, with picks. I don't know if you guys have given yours yet, but let's let's run. I think unless you have already, what, what do you got and what's the score? I have, and, and usually Damo and I are thinking along very similar lines, but this week we are not. I just don't, uh, you know, despite all the things we just said about the run game and so forth, I. I've seen this team play Dallas, and I've seen it play Minnesota, albeit on the road. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith yet. I need to see them beat the, the Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots 29-20. So you have them covering, okay, uh, Damo? I, and, uh, you know, I mean, I went back and forth on this. Uh, I just, I mean, I just look at that Patriots team, and I don't see 8-1. and one. I mean, I look at the right. teams they've played, and I'm not That's terribly impressed. I'm, you know, I'm looking at Tom Brady's numbers. I mean, he's career lows in a lot of categories. I, I've got, uh, you know, I mean, Eagles have to play well, obviously. And like you mentioned about turnovers, they can't turn it over. But I, I've got them winning by three. I think I picked 23-20. Okay, Eagles. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with what Les went and the, the Patriots. Uh, I mean, Bill Belichick with a week. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that, I mean that's just the bottom line. Uh, he's fourteen and five. The, uh, yeah. the Patriots are won by a margin of seventeen points coming off the buys. And and Doug is only balls. one and two coming off the buy. Exactly. Really, the buy doesn't really seem to do a lot for no, him. No, he's not. He's not an Andy Reid acolyte in that right. way. So I mean that's you know, and and there are, there are plenty of other other reasons to to side with the Patriots. And I see reasons why the Eagles can certainly pull yes. upset. Uh, yes, as me well. too. I, it's not it's not a, a, a foregone conclusion. That being said, I think I'll pick 27-23 Patriots so that the Eagles cover. Uh, I'm sorry, that the Patriots cover. If the Eagles do win this, it'll be a humongous win with Seattle coming up. Absolutely. uh, You know, that would really tell me that they're a serious playoff contender, even if they go ahead and lose to Seattle, you know. They need Uh, to win one of these. Yes, Uh, exactly. And I don't like... Unless you're counting on the Cowboys just completely tanking. And I don't like them against Russell Wilson very no, much I, right I, I, now. I like that matchup less yeah. than I like them against Brady <laughs> yeah. because right. they're just going to be chasing him all over the field. And, and we've seen what Russell Wilson 
does to them when, you yes. know, when they, with that four-man rush. Yeah. Well, let's, let's hope it's a good game. Uh, thanks for listening to the Birds Eye View podcast, everybody. Please read all our stuff at Inquire.com. Subscribe at Inquire.com. Uh, join up for the Early Birds newsletter. Uh, you can also you can get all that stuff from our Twitter feeds, uh, Les Bowen, P. Damo, Jeff underscore McLean. And uh, talk to you guys soon after the game. That's the Bird's Eye View podcast.